Thank you for joining us today for Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala, prophet, teacher, evangelist to over 64 nations, author, and senior pastor of Kingdom Connection Christian Center. And now let's join Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. Welcome to Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. We are excited that you have joined us today live via Facebook, KLTT Online, and on 670 AM KLTT. And to our listening audience on KLDC Online and on 1220 AM KLDC. In addition, you can watch Get Connected on YouTube at Day Ajala Ministries. For those viewing on Facebook, we ask that you share Bishop Ajala's message with others so that they too can be blessed. We invite you to call in or email us your prayer requests. To call in, you may call 720-859-1737 or email us at info at kcconline.org. Now, let's get ready to hear the word of faith. Here is Bishop Ajala. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. He says, So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. The word of the Lord is able to build you up. The word of God can build you up. I bring the greetings to you today as I speak to you today about change by the word. Change by the word. Last week, we talked about it's time for turnaround. And I told you that it is God's goal to make sure that things that are impossible for you before becomes possible. I said to you that the Lord is still in the business of healing and turning lives around. I'm continuing in that same way. But I want to go further today by talking to you on change by the word. Look at it again. Acts chapter 20 Verse 32, it says, So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among those who are sanctified. The word of God, hear me, can build you up physically. The word of God can build you up physically. It can give health and make you strong. The word of God can build you up emotionally. The word of God can build you up mentally. The word of God can build you up financially. So that's why you don't take the word of God lightly. The word of God can build you up physically. The word of God can build you up emotionally. The word of God can build you up mentally. The word of God can build you up financially. You don't take it lightly. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, 
Solomon wrote, he says, My son, give attention to my words. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Another translation says, Old King James translation says, My son, attend to my word. Attend. And it, it's, it, it gives it in, a, in this way. You know, it's just like when you go to a restaurant and a waiter attend to you. As a waiter attend to the one who come to eat in a restaurant. So you, as a believer, must attend to the word of God. You pay attention to the word of God. He said, don't let them depart from your eyes. Do not let them depart from your eyes. In other words, keep reading it. Keep reading the word. Keep reading it. He said, keep them in the midst of your heart. How? By meditating on it. By meditating on it. He says in verse 22, for the word of God are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Another translation says they are medicine to their flesh. That's why I say the word of God can build you up physically. It can give you health in the sense that it's a medicine to your flesh, to your bone, to your, to your body. Give yourself to the ministry of the word. I always say this, when you, you can create your own world by the word. You can create your own world by the word. Listen, you can make things happen in your life by the use of the word of God. The Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Then look at this. The Bible says, apart from the word, nothing was made that was made. In John chapter 1. Nothing was made that was made. It was the word of God that created everything. God said, let there be, and it was so. So when you read the word, you are, create, you are, you are giving yourself ability to create. The word of God that you know. Is the, uh, is the ability of God to create. When you begin to get the word of God in you, you are creating, giving yourself the strength that God uses to create. When you read the word, now watch this. The word of God is Jesus. Remember that the Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And he says, and the word became flesh. So the word of God is Jesus. Anything that Jesus is going to be inside must have the word in it. If you want to bring Jesus in your circumstance, bring the word of God into it. A lot of people always like to pray. They will pray, but what they are praying is emotion. But when Jesus is asking us to pray, he said, pray in my name. In other words, use me to pray. Use me to pray. Who is the me? The word of God. You don't pray your emotion. You pray the word. You don't pray your emotion. You pray the word. You know, some people will pray and they will pray and they will even be crying. And yet they won't get an answer because they were just praying emotion. God is not moved by your emotion alone. He's moved by his word. 
Let me give you an example. If you go to court, you go to a court of law, and you get to before the judge, and you say, Your Honor, I'm not guilty. And you begin to cry. And you cry, you say, my mama, my mama gave birth to me after nine months. I'm not guilty. My mom, and look at this. My daddy he, he is a police officer. I am not guilty. You need to know my, my, my daddy really, really, really served in Afghanistan on behalf of this country. Therefore, I am not guilty. No matter the emotion you whoop up until you, you substantiate the, the reason you are not guilty by the law. You are still guilty. Now, the judge might have mercy on you and may not convict you into jail or commit you to jail, but you are guilty. But if you go to court and you say, this is what the law says, this is what the Constitution says, that's for I am not guilty. The judge will look at it and he will say, is there any other opposing argument, any other thing contrary to the Constitution? If there is none, they will declare you not guilty. The same way when you pray, you pray the word of God. Let me give you an example. If you are sick, you pray by his stripes. You, the, the Bible says by the stripe that Christ received, I am healed. You see, that is why I am receiving my healing now in the name of Jesus. You have given the word of God into that prayer. You are, you are not just saying, oh Lord, I am only 32. Why should I have this sickness? Well, the truth is somebody less than 32 had that sickness. So you won't be the one, the first one, and you won't be the last one. But when you use the word of God to pray, God cannot neglect his word. God cannot abandon his word. You must learn to read the word of God. You must continually give yourself to the word of God, you must observe the word of God. When you give yourself to the word of God, you will observe that your life is changing without any effort on your own. The word of God is able to change you. The first thing that you will notice as you study the word, you memorize the word, is that your confidence in God is increasing. Your confidence in God is increasing. You know another word for that? Faith. Faith is another word for that. Your confidence in God is increasing. Somebody will say to you, oh, you are going to die of leukemia. You said, nope, I'm not going to die. Why? Because you are filled and full of the word. You are filled and full of the word. Remember that the Holy Spirit will only walk on the word. The Holy Spirit walks on the word. Holy Spirit in you is not going to go to work until the word is there. In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, And the Spirit of the Lord, when the, world, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon this, the, the face of the deep, the Bible says, And the Spirit of God was hovering. But then the word came, Let there be light. That was when the Spirit of God went into work and produced light. You may have the Spirit, but if you don't have the word, you will still suffer. Because it is the word that will create, but it is the spirit that will make it work. So you need the spirit of God. You need the word of God. He says, attend to my word. In the, incline your ears. In other words, give my word a primary attention, not a tertiary attention. 
Give my word your every the primary attention. I, I know you are busy. I know it's a busy season. But step aside from all those things and listen to the word of God. Some of you might say, well, Bishop, you don't know. The, the problem is I don't like reading. Well, there are audio Bible everywhere. Now, you don't even need to buy them. They are on the internet. And you can get them on your phone. Get the word of God in you. Jesus came to give you life. You know why? The word came to give you life. Jesus says, I am come that you may have life. And the word of God is the one talking. It's like the word saying, the word has come to give you life. You want life? Get the word. You want life? Get the word. You know, the word of God can raise a nobody to a champion. The power of the word. He can make a nobody to become somebody by the power of the word of God. He is not the author of defeat. You cannot run on the word of God and experience defeat. Anytime you run on the word of God, you are going to win. You are going to win. Then you say, well, but what about Uncle Joe that died? What about Uncle Tom? He is a believer. Don't worry about Uncle Tom. Don't worry about Uncle Joe. You don't know them more than God knows them. But you know yourself more than any other person. You know, sometimes we look at people and we don't really know them that much. I, I am not saying they are sinner or they are not sinner. You know, you know, you know, another person that did that was John, was Peter. When Jesus says, one of you will not see death until I come back. And Peter said, is it this one? Pointing to John. And Jesus looked at Peter. He said, if I told you that he would not see death, what is that to you? You just follow me. In other words, M-Y-O-B, mind your own business. Just make sure you have the word of God in you. Because the world needs you to create a world. The world needs you to create another world where other people can be raised. Become an answer to somebody's prayer. That can only happen when you yourself have the word of God in you. I always say at Kingdom Connection, you don't tell somebody who is on life support to donate blood. If the word of God in you is not enough, what are you going to share? You are supposed to be a life giver. That's why you must saturate yourself with the word so that when the challenges of life comes, you have enough word to create a world that will make somebody say, thank God for brother Suzuzu. Thank God for sister Suzuzu. For such a time as this, God has brought him into my life. Get into the word. I'll be right back. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you for that word in season, a word that we need. Change by the word. And listeners will be back with more in just a few moments. But first, we continue to share with you that Kingdom Connection is now open for our in-person services for every service on Sundays at 8.30, 10 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. and on Wednesdays and Fridays at 7 p.m. Join Bishop Israel Ade Ajala for Power Must Change Hands, a spiritual warfare conference tonight at 7 p.m. In-person services will be held at Kingdom Connection as well as online services. 
Today at Kingdom Connection Christian Center, we will be giving away free groceries and you are welcome to come through to our drive through or walk up food bank. We will be there until 2 p.m. today and every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Kingdom Connection is located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. For more information, you may call us at 720-859-1737. Also, you can join us live on live stream for all of our services. You can join us on Facebook at Bishop Israel Ade Ajala and on YouTube at Ade Ajala Ministries. Join us tonight at 7 p.m. and Sundays at 8.30, 10 a.m., and 11.30 a.m. And finally, you can support this radio ministry to reach more people by going to adayajala.org. That's A-D-E-A-J-A-L-A.org and click on donate. Every donation is tax deductible. Bishop, you illuminated uh, just so beautifully the word of God to us today, change by the word. Bishop, in this day and age uh, that we live, self-help books are amongst the top selling books uh, that exist. Why? Because people want to change. Mm -hmm. They want to change how they think. They want to change how they look. They want to change how they act. But Bishop, you shared in this powerful word, changed by the word, that the word of God is able to change you. Absolutely. Bishop, can you illuminate on that for those in the listening audience who are saying, Bishop, I've been searching and seeking for how to change. You know, if you get self-help books, that is what it is, self-help. But if you get the word of God, you get God's help. Self-help can only go so far. God's help has no limit. That's why self-help people, after they have worked it, they, have, they still consider life meaningless. Because if it is not rooted in God, it's not rooted in eternity. Everything we do must be rooted both in time and in eternity. The word of God was in the beginning, not the word of man. So self-help is the word of man. The Bible is the word of God. The Bible says in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. It's not in the beginning was man. The word of man is ephemera. The word of man goes away. The word of God lasts forever. Now, the word of man is culture sensitive. The word of man is culture sensitive. In other words, the word that you use in America... It can only work in America in most of the time. Take the same word to Africa and it will not work. But the word of God works everywhere. The universality of the word of God supersede the word of man. Let me give you an example. I took a group of people on a mission trip. We went to Africa. And when they got to Africa, they were talking and they were using baseball. As an example, ah, first earning, second earning. Now, somebody in Africa, they don't know anything about baseball. 
So everything they were saying, the people were just looking at them. And then I now whisper to them, talk about soccer. Talk about soccer. Don't talk about baseball. Nobody plays baseball here. And if you go there and talk about football, they will think you are talking about soccer. Because in Africa and in Europe, soccer is what they call football. What you call football here, if you go out of the United States and say, I'm playing football, they will think you are talking about soccer. So the word of man is culture sensitive. The word of God is eternal. The word of God transcends all culture. That is why when people begin to reduce God only to God of one particular culture, they have localized him and reduced him to that culture. Let me tell you how God thinks. God thinks universally. God thinks universally. And if you are listening to me, I want you to think about this. If you, if you have, a, box, if you have a, a basket, a basket, sit down and put the basket under your feet and begin to look at the birds and, and, and some creatures you put in the basket. The way you are looking into the basket, you are looking at everything at the same time. So the, the chicken on one corner of the basket now say, according to God in my area. You see, God in heaven is just laughing. Let me give you an example. I put Nigeria in a little basket, America there, England there, Australia there, Ghana there, in a big basket. Uh, I, name one of those little chicken, Ghana, Togo, uh, Nigeria, America. Name them. Just do it. Put it in a basket. You sit on top and watch those chicken, this little chicken moving around the basket. And each one is saying, according to God of my area. You know what God is saying? He's just laughing. I'm looking at all of you together as my creation. And I don't distinguish this area is better than this. All I want is all over inside this basket, I want my glory and my knowledge to be there. So when a group of people now say, oh, when God gave us this little place. No, no. You reduce God to the itsubiti uh, size of your brain. God looks at things from above and he looks at it together. Now, he is interested in each individual in the basket, but is more concerned about how each individual in the basket relates to him. It's not, it's not that, okay, I like this chicken on this side, and this one on this side, I don't like it. That's the way many people interpret God vis-a-vis -vis the way he deals with the world. I mean, for example, they will say, oh, as God gave us our constitution. You wrote that thing. You wrote it with the fear of God in you. It is, the, it is your expression of how much you love God. It's not so much of how much God uniquely loves you above others. God loves everybody together. But you wrote the constitution to demonstrate, those who wrote it, wrote it to demonstrate their fear of God. And God is happy because, they, oh, you guys wrote, wrote it. These guys have an understanding of who I am. Now, let me take some of you to go and mix with these ones so you can transfer my knowledge to them too. But his concern is for everyone in that basket. That's the way God operates. 
Unfortunately, the one in this side are now saying, oh, God, you see me? Ah, those ones, God does not think that way. So when you, when, that's why the word of man, self-help, is only culture sensitive. But the word of God is universal. It works in Africa. It works in Asia. It works in America. That's why faith is a universal currency. Why you will spend dollar in America, they spend faith in heaven. In other words, anywhere that you take faith to and you don't doubt, it will work for you. But if you continue to think culture alone, you have reduced the kingdom influence over your life to just a little geographical place. I have traveled all over the seven continents of the world and I am relevant everywhere I have been. Why? I don't carry my culture with me. I carry God and his word. And you know another thing? I don't teach culture. I teach the principles of the word of God. Because you can never go wrong when you teach the principles of the word. Some people will hear what you are teaching, but they are hearing you with the air of their culture and they get offended. Whether you get offended or not cannot change the principle that God is a God of truth. It's not a God of deception, lie, and bigotry. You, there is nothing you can do about that. Well, the way you said it. Well, how do you want me to say you are a liar then? Do you want me to say it in base or in all two? Now, the truth is, when we want to cop out, we begin to find the way we should have done it. I, I, I want to explain to you clearly, brothers and sisters, the word of God can change a nation, can change your life. And it will change you. Let me pray with you before we go. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the power of your word. And I'm asking that by your spirit, your word will come alive in our life. And we will become change agent in our society. And everyone will know that truly you are God indeed. Heal the sick and, and encourage the discouraged in Jesus' name. Till we meet again next week. Amen and amen. Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adeya Jala is a radio ministry of Kingdom Connection Christian Center, the wealthy place where champions are raised. Join Bishop Israel Adeya Jala and the Kingdom Connection Christian Center Church family for services on Wednesdays at 7 p.m., Fridays at 7 p.m., and Sundays. For more information, call 720-859-1737 or visit us at kccconline.org. Until next week, thank you for joining us.